it. So Matt Fitman, I'm gonna I'm gonna just ask you a question. It almost sounds like you're making an excuse for them. No, I'm not making an excuse. I just think one, as is as a business owner, your establishments should never ever look the way that looked. <laughs> Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 Podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we are so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. All right, so I want to paint a picture for you today. I uh, I have a photo on my phone. I you know I shared it with you, but paint yeah. it for, for for the people listening today. It is of a of a restaurant. It's a walk in restaurant. Screw it. I'm going to say who it is. It's Subway. 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 And in an effort to keep, I suppose, compliant with social distancing regulations, all these kinds of things, the picture I showed you, Matt. Um, it had a row of chairs lined up uh, with the, the back facing you. So like, let's say you're standing in front of the sandwich counter. In front of you would be a chair turned backwards. And in between this row of chairs was what? It was duct tape, like folded over. Yeah, silver, <laughs> silver duct tape. Yeah. And it was old looking. Like it's been that way for months. And sure. so the question that, you know, kind of came up in, in, in our conversation was, surfaced around what do you what can you tell about that business and what can you tell about maybe the ownership of that business based on your experiences there the things that you observe the things that um go well the things that don't go well so let's say you've you've gone there um 12 times over the course of a year so you've got you've got some perspective you've probably dealt with different people you've dealt with potentially the manager You've seen them be um, at their best. You've probably seen them be at their worst, worst at times, yeah. you know, so it's different times of day, et cetera. <clears throat> the question that I want to ask is, do you know the man or do you know the owner? And neither of us know the owner, uh, wouldn't have a clue who that person is. But the question is, is do we know something about them? Is it fair to, to make some sort of, judgment on that um and if it's if it's fair if it's not unfair that's part of a conversation the other part of the conversation is is uh don't we always do that sure you know i, I for this conversation i don't mind doing this but like i don't like judging like people obviously like that's that's tough but you know i think when you look at this location you can picture in your head like the management team just based on what you've seen. So like you have, you walk in and they're, they're trying to socially distant. So they've come up with a plan of attack to, to do it. So like, right. this is what we need to do. Um, they've used their supplies and their creativity to basically, you know, I, I, I think of like my girls when they build forts, they grab the chairs and they grab just like random stuff around the house to build their yeah. fort it's what they did. They grabbed random things around the subway store <laughs> to build to build this stanchion setup. You know, so it's like, you know, do we go out and buy stanchions? No, 
do we go out and buy some caution tape? Nope. Do we go out and you know buy something nice to make this work? Nope. Let's just use what we have, which is chairs because we're not using chairs because you can't sit down in the location. We have a roll of duct tape in the back room, which I don't know why you'd have a roll of duct tape <laughs> in a subway, right. but... Well, no, that was the budget. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, sure. Yeah, we went out and bought a roll of duct tape. And they, they did it that way. So, you know, if you want me to tell you who that manager is, I see that manager or that owner as, you know, one one day early in life bought a Subway's franchise, which I'm guessing at the time was a big deal for them. And it was a, a new location. It was great. They owned it, and then over the years, they allowed it to just deteriorate and, and, and go down just based on what I've seen. Um, as, a, as a patron in a restaurant or a food place, that looks dirty to me. So like when you walk in to get your Subway and they have this, you know, this huge thing of glass that separates you from the, yeah. the food, yeah. you know, the sneeze glass, whatever right. they call that. Now they're putting you another foot away with dirty chairs, dirty duct tape, and I'm ordering my roasted chicken breast, and I just can't wait to eat it because it, it, like, no, like it, I'm not eating there anymore. You know, I'm just, I'm scrolling. I have two pictures, and that's what sparked this conversation, and I showed them to you, mm-hmm. and I'm just zooming in on them right now. So there are one, two, three, three chairs plus a high chair. That and the high chair is so the one that's the, kind of in front of the the <laughs> counter where you pay, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, the I, I will say this: the glass is clean. Sure. Um, the floor is absolutely atrocious, but that's partly time of the year. But here's the other pieces of it too: when you walk in, there is a uh, an, an end rack. So if you do like your call in or you order through the app, I suppose For this sure. is where you pick it's your read. stuff up. Yep. Um. Now there was one person working the day that that my wife and I were in there when I took these pictures. Yeah. Or at least one person, maybe the other person was in the back or possibly in the restroom or something, but <clears throat> it was not the level of excellence that if I am a Subway franchise you know, person, I would be so disappointed in how this looks. I would be, I would be embarrassed. Like this is the thing where you watch the Subway commercials and you're like, yeah, that sounds really good because we've all eaten at Subway. It's pretty good food yeah. for the most part. I like the taste of it. And of course, a commercial is always going to paint it in the best possible light. Well, for sure. You know, it's, it's, we're awesome. Come so see us. So you're saying if Jared was still at Subway, he'd be pretty pissed off right now that his location looks Absolutely. like Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, but it's not just, I don't mean to pick on just this one because there are other instances where I've seen this. Uh, but the question then came back to, and, and I know you don't like, we're not trying to judge this person, but I think that there's at least a good chunk of the population that has that judging mentality. I think I, I tend to be that way. So like even on personality profiles, it's either judging or sensing. Sure. I, I think, uh, well, but I, you know, I, I think they're, you and I are going to notice that because that's how we're wired. Like you're going to walk in and go, what is this? Like, what are they like? No, why, why would you do that? But the other percent of the population are going to walk in that may be just completely oblivious to what just happened, they walk up to the line, they order their food, and they leave, and they don't think one second about the three chairs, the high chair, the duct tape, the dirty floors. They're just hungry. They just want they just want their sandwich. I think if you have an eye for what we're, we're talking about, you're going to pick it out right away. But if you don't, 
You're not even going to notice it. So Matt Fippen, I'm going to, I'm going to just ask you a question. It almost sounds like you're making an excuse for them. No, I'm not making an excuse. I just think one as, is as a business owner, your establishments should never, ever look the way that looked. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, like right? totally. that, that's your number one priority. The, the experience for the customer, how your, how your store looks, um, you're in the food industry. So it has to look pristine all the time because people are eating food. Um, so there's the problem. What, what I'm, what I'm saying is, and I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying people are wired differently that this is our wheelhouse. It may not be someone else's wheelhouse. So they don't even think twice of what they just saw. They walked in and they may go, man, like the floor is all dirty, but that's because all the salt people are tracking in. Not me and you going, man, you need to be out here mopping your floors and getting this looking good again. We're wired differently. Yeah. This is this is this is our business. We've been doing this for twenty plus years. Like this is what we're this is what we do. Where that whatever person walks in and he's freaking it's five o'clock, he's worked all day, he's starving. He wants to get his foot long sandwich and get out of there and go eat it because he's starving. hundred percent. So he's in and he's out. He could give a shit less what's on the floor, who's behind the counter. He just ready. He wants a sandwich. Yeah. But that's where you and I come in to help organizations like that get better. Right. Absolutely. So there's there's the difference. I, and I knew, you know, that was a sarcastic. No, question, I know. I know it was. Know, about no, I totally giving them that. a pass, an excuse. Um, uh, but clearly, you said something earlier, and I didn't want to, like, gloss over that, was you're probably not going back there. Like, my motivation to go back there wasn't high. My Listen, I will say this. The food tasted as I expected. It sure. was a good meal when I got and, home. And, you know, it's, I've always had a good meal there. Yeah. 100%. Um, and I shouldn't say I'm never going to go back. Like I, I will go back because it's 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 quick, it's easy, and we, we don't eat subway a whole lot. But when we do, it it, it is good because it's usually quick and we're yeah. and we're gone. But um, here's here's kind of my thought process right now. What we're dealing with in our world with COVID is not going to go away anytime soon. So why not look at that and go, okay, COVID's here for years to come. This is this is our plan of protecting our crew, whatever that, whatever their decision was to add those chairs, let's just do it right the first time. Let's spend a little money because chances are we'll have it here in six months. We could have it here in a year, two years, whatever that looks like. Let's just do it right the first time and invest money now and, and do it instead of going, no, let's just freaking throw some chairs out there and throw some duct tape on there and call it, call it a day. They're not thinking long-term. They're thinking no, this will be gone in a month. Yes, yes, and and that's when persistence starts to shape into it. You know, uh, we've always done it that way, mm-hmm. so it just becomes the no, new normal, and it becomes familiar. <clears throat> and whether you're the manager or the employee, or even the owner, if if the owner shows up from time to time, you look at it and you go, "Well, yeah, this is how it is now," and yeah. nobody really s- stops to say. Wow, you know, it kind of looks like crap because anything that's so familiar to you, you don't walk in with discerning eyes anymore. It's kind of like those Febreze commercials where it was like your nose blind to the odors in your house. Somebody else walks in and they're like, what the hell is that smell? (laughs) You know, and and that's what what can happen. And I I think it's just so important that you get in in, uh, open new eyes on it every now and then to look at it. Uh, If you know, and I, I also want to just take it back to like, what, what's the owner okay with? And why is the owner okay with that? Is it because they're geographically removed and they're down South right now? Possibly. Is it because they, uh, the franchise actually is struggling a little bit. They don't have any, you know, extra money. It could be that, uh, we don't know if they're behind on their rent or, you know, who, who knows? Any yeah. Of those I think things. there's, I think there's a lot of things. And I think you nailed it. You nailed a point earlier about, you know, 
having your eyes open to what your business looks like. And, you know, think about how many managers <clears throat> come into their business every day and use the employee entrance. Like you're not even using, Oh, true. You're not Great even point. using the entrance that the customer uses. So you don't know that it's covered in ice because it snowed last night. Mm-hmm. So literally you open your doors at nine 30 in the morning and you can't open your door now because the snow's blocking. It's like, oh, if I would have came in the employee or the, the customer door, I would have noticed this. So, like, you have to almost turn, take off your manager cap, put on your customer cap, and literally walk through your location and, and go. Like we talked about, four foot by four foot, and there go, you go. If I'm this customer, what am I noticing? Oh man, look at the the subway logo. It's, it's burned out. We got to get that fixed. And then you walk in and go, oh my God, there's snow everywhere. I, I need to shovel these walks. Literally in five feet, you've noticed two big things that the customer is going to notice right away when they come into your location. You do that every day. Your standards get better every day. And when you attack something and you get ahead of it, you don't have to worry about the sign the next day once it's fixed. You know, But you have to keep, you have to be aware of what could be happening around you. And then you're in your location now and you're going, okay, oh my gosh, like, we thought this was a great idea putting four chairs up and duct tape, but that man, that really looks bad from the customer's perspective. We need to invest some money. In you this. know, but at the heart of what you're saying, and I love exactly how you just laid that all out. That's perfect. But at the heart of it, that's culture. And, yeah, and it's like sure. this culture of excellence or this culture of growth. And we're just not going to settle for being good enough yeah. because again, the way we've talked about this particular subway, um, it doesn't look any different or maybe mildly different than it did when it first opened somewhere in the nineties. Sure. It is essentially the exact same layout, the exact same stuff with some minor cosmetic updates. Now that's not a big deal, but what I'm saying is the menu changes, but well, let me say it this way. We were in Orlando and I went to a subway twice, uh, um, on this suburb area of Orlando. Now this was in October. So there were all the other, you know, regulatory stuff. Now it's a different state. I get that, but it was pretty much the same as Iowa and Florida at the time. So we walk in there. Uh, first of all, it's warm weather. So we didn't have, you know, we're not tracking in snow, salt and sure. whatever crap on our shoes. Yep. But there were dots on the floor waiting here. They had purchased stanchions and they had a rope and it was guiding people down around and then back up to where you order. And then finally kind of like an S shape got you back down to where you pay and, and exit. They did it right. And the other thing that stood out to me down there in Orlando at that particular subway, it wasn't a super busy subway. It was kind of in this little strip area was the level of professionalism by just any employee. They were polite. They were friendly. Their customer service was service was exceptional. And I made the remark to Beth. I'm like, this is not like what it is at home. And, yeah. and part, I asked a guy who, who was down there uh, with us and he said, it's the Disney effect. Sure. You know, it just, Orlando is about creating great experiences. That's part of what the, the whole city culture is. And it's largely driven by, by the Disney, you know, influence. Cool idea. But why can't you have that here? Like, how do you change that in, in Iowa? Like, how do you, I mean, what, what has to happen inside of that Subway restaurant, either at the owner level or the manager level to go, you know what, we're better than this. 
we like let's have some pride in who we are and what we do. How do you change that? Well, it's it's not easy. I mean, you're mm, right. it's, it's pretty complicated. And if like if I gave you the magic sauce right now to how to change that, like I'd be multimillionaire and like I, we would be on a beach somewhere having this this conversation because like this is a game changer. If you figure this out and how to truly make it happen in, in your business, it moves the sales graph. It moves everything when it comes to what you're trying to, to focus on. There are different levels of leadership. Okay. You have leaders that naturally just have a, a bigger tank that can just, you know, just see things differently and, and want to get after it. You have leaders like say Subway that they're okay with being okay, but they're, it's, they're still in a leadership role. Um, the problem is no one's really taught them what to look for. No one's really taken them through the, a training program and they may have a Subway training. I don't, who knows? I'm sure they do. They have something, you know, but they're they no, teach you how to be a sandwich artist. Sandwich artist, which is incredible because, I mean, I've had some good sandwiches there. <laughs> and then, you know, but you know, like it's one of those things where it's, they're, just, they're just different levels. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in, you know, the, in, in my business, you know, I've, I've worked for many different store leaders and they all have a different vision of something. So they, they come in and they have not their agenda, but they have what they want to attack and it's, it's, it's what's best for the store, and they're really, really good at it. Then the new manager comes in, and he has a different agenda, and we attack it. It's still great for the store, but it's a, whole, it's a whole different thing where this person at Subway may have just had a different agenda. Maybe they want something else. Maybe his thing or her thing is profit. Like we want to make as much money as we can, so we're going to basically be as minimal as we can when it comes to buying things to keep this place running mm-hmm. because we want to put more in the bottom line of what we're actually bringing back in. Yeah. So we're going to trip over dollars to pick up dimes. Exactly. I mean, that's, but that's the, that's the thought process, right? I you know? You. So, and yeah. you're absolutely right, but that's the, cause they're not seeing the big picture of if we invest in our building and we upkeep it the long term, we're going to save money. Mm-hmm. You know, if we don't put money into it and we don't find ways to upkeep it, Ooh, I'm going to end up losing money long term, but they're they're living in the today, not the not the tomorrow. And when they pinch the pennies and they do this, stuff starts to fall apart. And then it's like, oh crap! Now we got to fix this. We've waited too long. Where if I would have just have been smarter along the way, invested a little money here and a little money there, we'd be so much better off right now. They're pinching the penny. Same thing with the duct tape. If we invest in stanchions right now, man, and I know this because I bought stanchions, they're expensive, but if we bought three or four stanchions and put them up with a nice sign that said, please wait here, one, it's more appealing to the eye. It looks a hell of a lot better than four chairs and some duct tape. Long term, we may be, we may use these stanchions again. Let's, let's, let's do this and you invest in that and, and it's done. And then you and I are not having this conversation right now because it, like, it looks nice. That's the difference. Different levels of leadership see things differently, and the high-level leaders are constantly attacking things, making the business better. The low-level leaders that are still in a leadership role are doing the bare minimum to get by every day. Absolutely. Well, you you raised an interesting point of, like, if you knew how to do that, uh, at the... Let's say you're the owner and you're disappointed in that and you recognize that. Well, it's well within your power to change it. You, oh, you for make sure. Changes. You either you either create and set higher expectations, and you hold people accountable to it. You know, and you you can do that, and that's a whole different podcast. You can do that in different ways. Yeah. 
uh, or maybe you're the owner that doesn't give a crap because you, you know, all you're doing is looking at the numbers from a thousand miles away in your, you know, in your pajamas, drink, drinking your mimosa, whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. So then, then changing it becomes a bigger issue because you've made the decision to hire people at some point and ultimately the owner has hired someone. Okay. Then it kind of gets out of their hands and they've hired that manager now hires their crew, their staff, their assistant managers. Maybe that manager moves on. So, okay, we're going to, you know, either hire somebody, bring them in from another location, or we're going to promote an assistant manager. But now we have bad habits, right? We we have culture that, that, well, it's always been this way. So nothing changes. And that's the, the difficult part right there is it all comes down to having somebody who isn't showing up just to collect a paycheck. They're showing up because they want to do something better. They want to make a difference. They want to grow. They've got ambition. Well, there's ownership there. Like there, they there's have something, there's of something apart yeah. of what they're trying to do that they own and they want to, they want to take, and you, you raised a good point. It got me thinking like this subway owner, say he is in some, or she's in somewhere nice and it's warm outside and she's looking at the numbers on her computer and going, man, the, the subway, subway location in Vinton, Iowa, like not the numbers are pretty solid. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. You only look at things when it's like, Ooh, they're in the red. What's going on in this location? Yeah. We need to fly up there and check it out. And you walk in and go, Oh my God, there's duct tape on the, what is, what is going on here? Yeah. But maybe that's the case. Maybe that, you know, this, this pocket quarterback is just looking at things on, on the, on the computer screen going, now nah, they're performing. Okay. Like yeah. there's nothing that is concerning to me. So let's just, let's, let's, let's be okay with that. Yeah. Instead of going, well, what is the potential? Mm-hmm. Like, could they be performing great instead of just good? You know, what are they doing that we could help them with? I think if the numbers are okay, you're you're okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, because the money's coming in, you're never going to attack some, especially when you're when your finger is not on the pulse of reality and you know exactly what's going on day in and day out. Do you even care? You know, you only care when you see your investment go. Ooh, we're losing money now. What's yeah. what's what's happening here? I need to get involved, and by that time, it's too late. If you if you wait to get involved when you finally realize something's trending down, you're already behind. And in this case, maybe they're doing fine. The manager in the store is running running the business, and I'm okay with them being okay because money's coming in. Sure. So I don't know. And just to end on the, is this particular location fine? I mean, you and I both have said we've enjoyed the the food. Oh from I, there. yeah, I've eaten. There, I, it hasn't been a. I haven't had a, a mistake or it hasn't been a letdown, but at the same time, it's not one of those things that I, I think I told you I've been there twice in the last year. I, I'm sure that they would love to have me be there Weekly. many more times than that. Yeah. You know, once a week. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, anyway, this has been good. I, I enjoy these kinds of things because it's, it's, uh, it's important to just take a minute assess what's happening around you take a look at it with fresh eyes and if you know maybe you just need to ask somebody else to do it for you i think it'd be fun to be a secret shopper i do that actually you would do that i would do that (laughs) All all right i'm jim i'm Matt. see you next week well we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 podcast hey everyone this is jim and matt and i want to ask you for a favor if you've gotten something out of these conversations If you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, 
give us a review and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.